baseball gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top flow epicenter turn up in this. OG turn your party to a disco. Welcome back yeah. to another installment of the Race by Sports Podcast. We got like a revolving door thing going on here. It's just the big three this week. It's it's voted. Y'all vote today? I thought I thought it's early voting today. Yeah, it's, it's like okay, it's like early voting, bro. I'd be confused. It's, it's the it's the primaries. Okay, it's the primaries. Yeah. Okay, facts. Uh, I'm going to vote though. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah. just didn't. Yeah. I haven't yet. I, I'm writing myself on the ballot this uh, in 2024. God damn. That's what you write. You gonna write out uh, underscore blackout? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm the hey, people's champ. <laughs> just make sure you vote for all the niggas who trying to legalize weed and gambling in North Carolina. That's who you and a, that, that, that's, and that's a, all Calvin cares about. And abortion. <laughs> and abortion. And abortion. We, throw, we that, are, they, throw that thing on the ticket. We're pro. We're pro gambling and pro women's rights. That's all you need in this life. Yes. Ain't it? Pro, uh, pro choice. Pro choice. You know. What but yeah, saying? man. Welcome back to the Race Out Sports Podcast. Make sure you give us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts or your mom's at home. Uh, Gilkey is uh, busy. <laughs> right, right, right after we talk about women's rights. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 hey, Gilkey is uh, Gilkey, Master Guy Gilkey in the 360 building tonight. So it's just, I'm just rocking with All Day Wanye and Calvin and Cope. Um, before we get started, man, uh, I do want to give a big shout out to Tariq Cohen. Uh, we know he did suffer that ACL and MCL injury back in 2020. Missed, I think, the last 13 games of the 2020 NFL season. And then, of course, missed all of the 2021 season. Uh, and news came down today, earlier this afternoon. He was live streaming an Instagram live uh, workout. And he looks like he ruptured his Achilles, um, I believe, in his left, uh, his left Achilles. Uh, so really, really tragic uh, story to a guy that's really been through so much. I really enjoyed reading his article in the Players Tribune last week. Um, and yeah, man, uh, North Carolina legend, A&T legend, 252 legend. Um, really, I really hate it for him. I, I heard he lost his brother last year. Um, uh, he's been through a lot, man. Yeah, he's, he's been through a lot. He's, he's been through the ringer, man. So Not big prayers up yeah. to him. Not only his brother, but his twin brother, man. So, uh, yeah, man. Big us to Tariq Cohen. I really hope, you know, I can see you back in the NFL one day, man. Uh, but, yeah, that that is tragic, especially a guy that relies just so much on lateral quickness and, you know, bursts, you know, um, being, you know, the, a, a really small compact running back and return guy. But, yeah, big ups to, uh, to Tariq Cohen, man, guy that we've had on the show um, before, man. So, yeah, uh, prayers out to you, man. Speed, speedy recovery. Um, but let's get the show kicked off with guess the player, man. Uh, Gilkey's 2-0. Somebody's going to take the throne this week. Uh, guess the player. <laughs> Uh, we're we're still in the NBA this week, um, and yeah, y'all y'all ready? Sixty seconds. Let's get it. All right, he was drafted for, uh, seventh overall in the nineteen ninety nine NBA draft. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay. NBA next. Draft. Next. Yeah. Next. All right. Uh, from nineteen ninety nine to twenty thirteen, he played for three NBA teams. Okay, next. He wait, 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 wait. Uh, Ray Allen? No. Uh, he played, so I got another one. He, he Like I said, he was drafted in 1999 uh, out of UConn and was a national champion. As UConn. Ben Gordon. No. Ooh. Emeka uh, Okafor. No. Uh, he finished his career with the Chicago Bulls. Rip Hamilton. 
Okay, oh, yay. Yeah. Okay, I had, to go, yay. I had to go down them UConn boys. I, <laughs> yeah, I had to go okay. down. Yeah, okay, man, yeah. Hey, big oh, shout out yeah, to Bulls, Pistons. Okay, yeah. Rip Hamilton, the face mask assassin. Uh, really sneaky, real sneaky scorer over the course of his career, man. He finished, uh, played a long time in the NBA. Wasn't a, you know, wasn't a journeyman or anything. Drafts of the Wizards, of course, on the 04 Bulls. Uh, the one team Pistons. with one ring. Pistons, I'm sorry, that we respect. We don't respect the 08 Celtics, but we damn sure respect the 04 Bulls. Uh, 15,000 career points was a career 17, 3 and 3 guy. So real sneaky, real sneaky score, man. Uh, but yeah, shout out Rip Hamilton. Um, but yeah, man, yo, it's been a that was a solid, that was a that's, solid. Man. Hey, hey, I'm coming with the solid, I'm coming with the solids, but it's time for the NBA talk, man. A lot has happened. Hey, yo, <laughs> my fault, uh, uh, <laughs> a lot has happened, man, since we recorded last week. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, where should we start? Should we start with the Celt? I mean, with the Philadelphia 76ers? Should <laughs> Bro, we start? Pack them boys up. Should we start with the Bucks? You uh, know, getting I eliminated. I, I thought the Bucks and the Suns got the attention <laughs> off of us. I was hoping we could escape it. It's like there was a new headline. There was a new story every day, bro. Uh, but let's just get this. Let's get the Sixers out of the way real quick, man. Um, yeah, uh, James Harden. It was a legacy game for him. Game six. Against the Miami Heat, uh, we really thought, you know, they packed y'all boys up in games one and two. But, hey, help is on the way. And B comes. He clearly shows that the Sixers at full strength are at the least comparable on the same level, the Miami Heat. But games, uh, game six showed us differently. James Harden really, what was it, game five? He gave 30, 30 points. Um, that was game four. That game was game four. four. That's game four because game five, that's when we won. Yeah. I we believe- won back to back. If I'm not mistaken, it was his first 30-point game since he was a member of the Houston Rockets. Yeah, playoff game, yeah. Playoff game, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, legacy game. There was a lot of questions of what is Harden going to do this off- – or what are the Sixers going to do with Harden this offseason? Are they going to give him the $200 million extension, or is he going to end up taking less? He's come out and said that he wants to take less. But uh, Calvin, I'll let you go first since um, we. Uh, I think a lot of attention has been taken away from the Miami Heat advances to their second Easter Conference Finals mm-hmm. um, in three years. Uh, somebody put on Twitter today, uh, the Sixers didn't want to re-sign Jimmy Butler, but he has made more Easter Conference Finals in the last three years than the Sixers have made in the last 35 years. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, well, go ahead, man. I, I think it's a testament to Coach Spo, bro, to be honest. Like, all, all jokes aside, like I, I told y'all, I thought the Heat were going to the Eastern Conference Finals, but Coach Spo made major adjustments after game three, games three and four, where Philadelphia really just came out and dominated. And I think that just kind of shows you why Coach Spo is a top ten coach. And so, um, not only that, but it did, it didn't, it didn't hurt us when James Harden decided to fold in the fourth quarter, and third, third and fourth quarter of that game. So. I think I say all this to say this. I think Philly needs to figure out who their next guy is going to be because I, I don't know if they'll be able to get it done with just James Harden and Embiid, especially if Embiid has to battle with injuries. He did. He he laid it all out though. I ain't got nothing bad to say about Embiid this series. Uh, he came out. He played and did did what he had to do. Unfortunately, he was already banged up from the last series, so that was going to affect how this series went. But I think what Philly's going to need to do one. Y'all got to get rid of Doc. I, I know Ye probably is like, yeah, get rid of that nigga. Y'all got to get rid of Doc 
And then y'all got to pick up that third piece. I don't care who the third piece is or resign Tyrese Maxey because Tyrese Maxey is about to get out of his rookie contract, right? Uh, if I'm nah, not he mistaken. got he got he got a couple years. It's only his second year. It's only his second league. year in the league. Yeah. So he got he got. I thought it was his third year. year. Okay. All right. Fast. Nah, it's well, his second. Keep Tyre, Tyrese Maxey in your in your pocket. You know, build him up, and y'all should be straight because he y'all got a lot of good young talent. But Matisse, hey, get that boy over there with Steph Curry. Just start shooting threes because you just need to be a three and D guy. That's all you need to do. And Matisse can't shoot for shit. And it's it, it's like. The Sixers, they're just in a really unfortunate position because not only are there questions about Matisse, but we got questions about what do we do to bias? We got questions about, you know, Danny Green, who had, I think, $10 million owed to him next year. It's about to be 36, and he's now dealing with a torn ACL. His career is effectively over. Um for you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, you do have Tyrese Maxey. Like Ye said, he has one more year. I think until he's eligible to that for that five year extension. Um, you owe him two million next year, then four million in twenty twenty three. So right now, you got him at a supreme discount. Um, but at the same time, how good are you with Tyrese Maxey, a small guard, as your second best player? That's the question. And then you also got to worry about. You know, I think Embiid really needs to be the centerpiece of all concern here. You know, like he did give a really cryptic, you know, post game interview about, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I see retirement at the, you know, the the end of the tunnel at the, you know, end of this contract. What is, what does the end of my prime look like? So there are questions being raised about does Joel Embiid, is there, is there a world where Joel Embiid requests a trade, you know, in the next, if, if next season looks, you know, unpromising, you know, if they get bounced in the first or second round again and James Harden looks like a fucking potato again, like what does Joel B do? So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you, you know, tackle it, man. I know there's a lot of questions. It's like I feel like the Sixers, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but as a Sixers fan, as a Sixers organization, y'all are walking across a bridge right now over a fucking raging ocean and yeah. like run misstep. And it's a wooden bridge, one misstep yeah. and that bitch breaks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bitch breaks like the bridge in Shrek. <laughs> y'all walk <across laughs> literally the bridge and one misstep, and it's like y'all have y'all probably have. I would say, and we'll get to them later. But the most the the three most important off seasons in no specific order are the Suns, the Sixers, and the Lakers. This yeah. off season and no specific order. But yeah, man, go ahead and tackle it. Uh, it, it that that was a tough one. Um. In game six, just to get beat the way that they did, you know, and B left it all out there, but it, it seemed like him and Maxi were the only guys giving effort. And that's concerning. Um, and that's why I, I think, you know, they should fire Doc. I think there still is a chance that they fire Doc, despite what Maury said, you know, in the post game, well, not post game, but the like the day after press conference. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because at the end of the day, he got he got severely outcoached. Um Spo outcoached him, you know, switching from the zone, um, being prepared for different looks that, you know, the Sixers were going to throw at him. Um, and then just, you know, the overall preparation that, you know, comes with just being, you know, part of the Miami Heat organization. That's always going to uh, happen. Um, as far as personnel, you know, with James Harden, you know, he said he'd be willing to take less. I think he, that is contingent upon them getting another star, yeah. um, which, you know, maybe could be Zach Levine, Bradley Bill. That's about it as far as stars that would be available. And it's a tough position because I don't think there's a I don't think there's a chance in hell we get either of those guys without giving up Tyrese Maxey. So we're kind of in a tough spot. Um, but, you know, first off, we got to get more shooting because Matisse couldn't shoot. George Niang, 
I think he went like maybe two for 13 for the entire season, from <laughs> uh, not the entire season, but the entire series from three. Yeah. Um, they just didn't have that shooting. And that's, I think, as we saw in game six, I think that was the game. That was the first game in Philly where Max Struess went crazy. Yeah. Um, and was just hitting, just hitting everything, and just being able to have those marksmen, you know, that's what separates, you know, championship teams from, you know, just good teams. And so they got a lot of work to do as far as role players. I always felt that this year wasn't our year, just getting harder in midseason, giving up depth. You know, I knew this year wasn't going to be our season, but I expected more in a closeout game. Um, so hopefully they get right, man. In terms of in terms of free agents this off season. It's the best assist free agents class I've ever seen. So the most expensive, well, kind of sort. He has a, I think he has a, uh, yeah, he's a player option, forty-two million. John Wall, no, uh, forty-two million player option. James Harden, forty-one million player option. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal has a thirty-five million player option, but he's probably gonna be somebody that asks for a sign and trade. So that's where you talk about the Tyrese Maxey. Kyrie Irving has a thirty-four million dollar player option. Uh, then we get down to the the uh, the nitty gritty. Uh, Gary Harris. Mm. He's taken a severe drop off since like his first or second year in the league. Zach Levine, Ricky Rubio, Iggy, Thaddeus Young, uh, DeAndre Aiden. Yeah, as far yeah. as talent, talent wise, like it, it's rough, but I don't think the Sixers are necessarily looking for talent. Yeah. I think two things that they were missing that series was one shooting and toughness. Yeah. After yeah. that, though, it wasn't a dirty play or anything. Someone should have been on that roster to punish Dwayne Dedman. For slap for for whatever happened with him and Embiid, though hey, it wasn't it wasn't out. intentional, it wasn't hey. intentional. But just that lack of toughness, hey. and you could see it yeah. in PJ Tucker. Hey, they just he, left his ass there. They said, "Yeah, Bunger. like and, and no and no one could no no one came at him." But I guarantee, had Jimmy Butler been battling an injury or something, somebody yeah. would have came and not laid somebody out, but somebody would have came and had, with a hard and foul. You check. You got to check him. You know what I'm you saying? Look, they would they would have did it like uh Markeith did. And that's why he was out for them three months. <laughs> my dog, my dog ain't touched the floor since. But yeah. it's that type of toughness that yeah. is gonna get you over the edge. You know, we see it in Marcus Smart, we see it with Bobby Portis. You know, I think they need that type, like maybe one or two of those type of guys, just to get some more toughness, man. Cause I just feel like we 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 got too many nice guys, man. And night nice is cool, but when you're going against the Miami Heat, the, the guys who are full of rough riders. They, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get beat every time, man. Last thing on the Sixers, do y'all think there's a world in where James Harden is back next year in terms of he's James Harden again? Like what mm. James Harden though? Like I, I don't I don't see a Houston Rockets James Harden in I'm, his yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Is there a world where James Harden can give you 26 a game and eight assists next year? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I, think, think he, sure. I think he can do that. I just so? don't think he'll be an MVP type talent. Yeah, because Houston, Houston, James, that was that, that was, was that was thirty. That was thirty a night, and, and he, he, and he gonna have sixty point games. Yeah, he gonna have some fifty balls in there, some forty balls. I think the the perfect James Harden for them would be Brooklyn James Harden, the guy who took shots selectively, was efficient, playmaker. I think that's mm-hmm. what they need. Um, and I, I think I think we'll be all right with you know so a few tweaks to the uh, to the role players. Okay, next up, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, lost in seven games. We had two game sevens on Sunday, man, and they were both ass. 
Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks lost in a slugfest seven games to Jason Tatum, the Boston Celtics, arguably, probably not arguably, the best team in the NBA since Christmas. Um, they've lost nine games, I believe, since early January, including the playoffs. So including the first two rounds of the playoffs, they've lost only nine games. Um, they're being – Ime Udoka is putting on a coaching masterclass. They're, they're role players. Grant Williams has just earned himself $50 million um, <laughs> in the offseason because yeah. – Hey, sorry, Grant Curry, my fault. Grant Miller, Grant Thompson, because that boy shot 18 threes on Sunday. They, they gave that man a red light. But Mike Budenholzer, man, their game plan clearly leave Grant Williams open. He, has, he, he was not hitting in games five and six, and they left him open, and he made him pay for it. And then yeah. he kept leaving him open after he was making him pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Peyton Pritchard was huge. Um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, everybody was huge across the board. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, man, they just ran out of gas. Mike Budahoser got outcoached. Giannis didn't give a great performance in game seven. Um, but, yeah. It, it really was just his second half. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go, go ahead, yeah. I know, I know you got some. Or have you, or have you <laughs> calmed down since Sunday? With got the, that, slander, got that slander cooking still. Listen, I, be, if you all prop up Giannis, that's when the slander will come back. So I'll just wait. I'll just wait for that moment. Whenever that no, moment, if so, that if that moment does come again, I don't necessarily. I'll wait to get my slander in. I don't want to. I think the Suns and the, I think the Suns doing what they did made me turn my attention away from Giannis. Of course, because I mean. It, 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 I understand. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> that shit was crazy. I understand. But, uh, one yeah, thing I they, want to add, one thing I want to run by you at halftime. I understand. Yeah, one thing I want to run by you is we've had a lot of conversations about the best player in the league, right? I have a question, right? So we're we've been having, I think, over the last since since Braun stopped really making the playoffs. So like two years ago, in the last two years. We oh, it's like every two weeks. Oh, he's the best player in the league. He's the best player in the league. I think that's just everybody across the NBA realm, right? Do you think LeBron making the finals for 10 or nine straight years and being as dominant as he was from 07 to 2018 was kind of bad for the best player in the world uh, discussion? Because now it's like if this person doesn't make the finals, if they're not finals MVP, they're not the best player of the world. You know, it's like did LeBron make such a high standard for the best player? Because this is the first real time we've had this discussion. About who's the best yeah. player? Where it's been Braun since I've been in middle school. You know, yeah. Was is Braun? But I, I think I think that just bread. shows you. No, I think I think it was perfect. I think it shows you who are the greatest players in the league. Like for instance, for LeBron to have had some of the teams he's had, which were way worse than the KD teams, the uh, Giannis teams, the Steph Curry teams. And to take all of them niggas to the finals, you taking Amon Shumpert and J.R. Smith to the back-to-back finals, like, that's impressive as hell. And for me, that's why, like, four times, right. So that's why I look at LeBron as that is the – that's the prototype. Nobody's ever going to match LeBron. But I'm saying, was it bad for these other guys to no, have to live no. that standard? Or it's just like, shut up and do it. Shut up and do it. Yeah, niggas said the same shit about Mike until Kobe came around and he got that three P and then he got those two rings. Niggas was like, yo, shut up and play ball. Like Jordan did it. So then Kobe did it. Then when LeBron came around, it wasn't no, oh, well, he's he's got rough teams. He he shouldn't be getting to the finals. It's like, no, nigga, go win a championship. And then when he won his two, niggas was like, okay, cool. Then he won the third one or in the fourth one. And it was like, all right, Bron is really doing what he's supposed to be doing. We'll see. We may see another player 
go to four to five different finals appearances, right, in five years. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. Just the way that the the league is panning so out. Who's the best player in the league to you right now? Um, I do believe that it's still uh, Giannis. Okay. I just think he was in a in a rough circumstance right now with these finals with the with the playoffs because he didn't have his Batman. I mean his Robin. Um, and he literally had to play through two different series without Chris Middleton. Um, and that's and that's tough for a, a really good Celtics team. Like they, this Celtics team, they can compete. They got that dog in them. They got scoring. They play. Defense. They got a lot of different defensive players that play, play really well. Like it. I I thought that Milwaukee was going to win, but I that's why I chose the Celtics in the group chat. I'm like, I'm not surprised if they do win because they're a really good team. Yeah, what do you, what say you is and I'll throw I'll throw Steph in there too. In terms of the Warriors, into, no, listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying Steph, I'm not saying Steph is Bron. No, I'm not saying Steph is Bron. But what I'm saying is, over the last ten years, it's it's just been cyclical. Same yeah. niggas, and you know, Steph wins the back to back MVPs, and he's going to the finals every year. LeBron is going to the finals every year. It's just like, was is that bad for how we view that? I'm talking about as we as the consumer, how we view who's the best player in the league now. Well, I I think I I think. Um this has shown the flaw in what the criteria for best player in the world is. Um, best player in the world doesn't mean that you're going to the finals every year. I, I've, you know, obviously when I was a kid, I, you know, I obviously felt that way, but as an adult, you know, understanding the game and you know, what, what all goes into it. I don't think that that should be, if that's your leading argument or reason why you think somebody's the best player in the world, that's your argument. Um, because I think this, this second round has shown more than anything the importance of role players and the difference between making a second round, being bounced in the second round and going to the championship. As we've seen, you look at um, the Warriors and Timberwolves in their closeout game. The difference maker in that game was Kevon Looney getting 22 rebounds. And I think like 10 or 11 of them were offensive. That's that's, that's extra possessions. 10 in the first quarter. Yeah, like that. Like those are extra possessions. We yeah. look at um, Milwaukee and uh, in South, in Boston. You just touched on it. Grant Williams turning into Clay Thompson. That's what put them over the edge. You look at the Maverick series. What you know, I, I know they blew them out. Like Dorian out the Finney, but like Dorian but Smith Jr. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, like Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Luca, Luca, Luca's Luca's career averages in the playoffs are thirty four a game, and he just got out <laughs> the first round. Why? Because his role players were better. So I think that just shows like. Yo, just because you ain't making to the finals every year doesn't mean that you're the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. Me, I think it's Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I always tell you all, I think skill is that should be 80% of the argument because that is the only thing the player can completely control. And I think when you look at skill as far as production, you got to go Kevin Durant. I know he had a bad series. He got swept and all that. But what he did against Milwaukee last year, and then obviously seeing the importance that he is to Brooklyn this year when he got hurt, them dropping all the way down to 11, he come back two yeah. weeks later, they're in the seventh seed. So like, I think his, I think he is undisputedly the best player in the Did world. Did you say Giannis is two? No, I still got Braun at two. Giannis is three? I would put Giannis at three. Okay. I, I, like I can't, okay. I can't, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't make a case for any. Like I, I don't want to, <laughs> but I can't sit here and make a case for anybody else being at that three spot. Now number four, I can't. let's let's fill out the top five. Who's four and five? I think Jokic has to be one of those. 
I think Jokic is top five, but I would put him at five. I would go and be Jokic. Fair enough. Not mad at it. I'm not mad at that five. That's a big ass five. You know what that yeah. says? You know, and I I forgot who said it, bro. <laughs> I think it might have been Bomani Jones, bro. But it, I think it's kind of pivoting us to the Suns. You can't win a tight. Isaiah, correct me if I'm wrong. Isaiah Thomas of the Pistons, not the other one. Isaiah yeah. Thomas, the, his greatness is he's the only little guard in NBA history who you could give the ball to and say, go win us the finals. Yeah. He's the only little guard to do that. And I think with the Suns, there's been questions in the last couple of days. Can you win a title with Chris Paul and D book as your one and two? I think, I think you can. I think they just, you know, you saw in this series and obviously he got benched, you know, for the rest of the game. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta give him, he has to give him more. And like, yeah. and like, that's what you think. Like even, even Isaiah Thomas, Look at his supporting cast, Bill Lambeer, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. First of all, the rules, you going to paint, they clotheslining you. So, like, that that gave him a lot of advantage as well. But those guys were enforcers inside. You also had Joe Dumars on the wing. So, like, they had role players that complemented his game well, and he just kind of took that care would of actually sh- Role players that would actually show up. Um, exactly. But like I said earlier, man, the Suns, I'd say in terms – yeah, I'd say the Suns probably have – Arguably the most important offseason, man, because DeAndre Ayton is not a Phoenix Sun next year. Uh, yeah, I don't see. I don't see how he feels like they don't value him. They didn't sign him to the to the max. He, I think, he was eligible for one eighty two. Um, the same contract that Darius Garland is about to sign. Um, the same contract that Trey Young signed. Well, no, Trey Young and Luca signed two hundred five because they were eligible because they've been all stars. Yeah. <laughs> so DeAndre, don't be shitty. Um, they've been all NBA and all stars. Some shit like you know what I'm saying, but um. Where do the Suns go from here, man? Because not only did Chris Paul stink after he turned 37, but apparently he has a quad injury. So <laughs> nah, that, that 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 quad injury happened when Luca started. Well, no, and I mean, I, 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 then the thing the about it is, bro, I believe the quad injury shit because it's consistent with what happens to him every year. Yeah, it's consistent. I, so I will say this: if I'm the Suns, I move Aiton. Um, I don't know who you're moving for, but I move Aiden, but I also move Cameron Payne and get a better six-man point guard because you're going to need somebody like a Jordan Poole type player to take over when a Steph Curry or CP3 isn't there. Um, But here's the thing. Has Jordan Poole's ceiling, I think his ceiling is higher than coming in to be a six-man. I think Jordan Poole is going somewhere to be somebody's starting point guard. Right, right. And I understand that. But what I'm saying is they need somebody who could need, fit their system. Comparable. Like a comparable to a Jordan yeah. Poole, which I don't know if they're going to be able to find right I now. I mean, so right um, with Aiton, you're going to sign and trade him. I think there are rumblings right. that he can either go to three teams, um, the Thunder, the he Hawks. Just go to Charlotte. Charlotte is one of them. It's four teams. Thunder, Hawks, Charlotte, and the Pistons. Those are the four teams that can listen, kind of make the listen, money. You, yeah. Listen, because in in Phoenix, you can sit, you can keep uh, Biombo, um, Javale McGee. Listen, they don't really. I don't think they need a center. I think they need a power forward that can that can play multiple positions. I think and, I, I think yeah. Javale McGee. Despite it sounds funny, I think he's gonna have a market this summer, low key. 
I think yeah. I think I think teams I would be all surprised those, if, all those all those contenders are yeah. going to be are, are going to be vying for it. I would sure. not be surprised if the Lakers try to get JaVel McGee back. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're like they there's going to be there's definitely going to be a market. There's definitely be a market for JaVel McGee. As weird as that. But sounds. I think I, I think with the Phoenix Suns like I mean, I don't I think there's a few tweaks to their roster. Obviously the Aiden thing is inevitable now that mm. you know you've benched him, you haven't like they're going to have to, you know, do a sign and trade. Yeah. The unfortunate thing for them is now they've lost all leverage. They've lost yeah. all leverage. Um, so I don't know what type of return you're going to get back for him because everyone's going to know, you know, you're trying to get rid of. Um, and he is a he's a restricted free agent. So you, maybe you that that can get ugly real quick. I don't think they're getting much back from him. But I think yeah. you just kind of have to run it back. You know, you got you know, you got your finals appearance. You re-signed Chris Paul three years, 100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, you're invested. I think you just kind of have to just play this out. And then, you know, when Chris Paul decides to hang it up, you know, just go from there. I don't think there's any moves that they can realistically make to put them back in the title contention. They're just going to need their stars to play better. What's, what's your favorite unrealistic move, though? If, if any, if anything could happen, where would mm. Aiton go? What piece would you give Phoenix? I think, I think if Aiton went to the the uh, the Hornets, I think you get like a Gordon Hayward back. Because I think the, I think the the Suns they're missing a lot of scoring on the wings, and I think a healthy Gordon Hayward can go get you twenty two point like twenty points a game because you, you need Michael Bridges to step up because he he I think he was flourishing in that utility defender stopper role that can go get you fifteen points a game and you don't expect anything more from him. But now it's like if D Book and Chris Paul are going zero for seven, DeAndre Ayton is the Michelin Man down low. You need a wing that can go get you a bucket. And I'm, that, that's the best because I think Charlotte wants to get off Gordon Hayward's contract. They owe him $60 million yeah. over the next two years. I think you uh, – that's the best you – I think you give – you sign and trade Aiton to the Hornets for Gordon Hayward, maybe a young piece like that backup point guard you're talking about, Calvin, and maybe a pick. I don't know. Depends on how would, they want to get rid of him. I would do – and this is not necessarily my dream scenario. You kind of put me on the spot with the dream scenario thing because <laughs> – Dream scenario, I think you, you know, you probably send him to Golden State and, you know, probably get Jordan Poole and Wiggins um, or Ooh. something like something like that. Maybe maybe throw in Wiseman, you know, because they might want to move off him. But I think for the Hornets, like if we if because I'm going to stick with Dre on that. What about Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier for Aiton, you know, let's say Aiton. Cam Johnson campaign and a pick, you know, some role players to help them out, some younger guys. Because I, I, hey, I would think, switch I also Cam think, Johnson with Jay Crowder. I'd send Jay Crowder. I think Jay Crowder's a free agent. And Cam Johnson. Oh, I think, okay, I think okay. he might be a free agent. I might. Be but I, I think, I think, I watching the Suns, they're just missing athleticism. They're not athletic, mm-hmm. and I think they need a little bit more athleticism, especially to hang out in this West. When you got the Minnesota Timberwolves, who you know, I know they got bounced in the first round, but they're they're on the way. They're, they're young, big, they're, they're athletic, big, athletic. They're big. Memphis Grizzlies, athletic. Um, you know, to combat, you know, the best way to combat uh, the Warriors is athleticism. That's how the Memphis. That's how uh, Memphis was able to keep up. So I think they're going to need to get more athletic because you know Chris Paul. You know, he's he's old and <laughs> D book D book's not athletic. Like he's a good yeah. sport. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my dream scenario. Obviously, I know this probably could not happen, but <laughs> you about to say I, some wild shit. <laughs> listen, I send Aiton to uh-huh. the Atlanta Hawks. Uh-huh. I send John Collins and Kevin Herter to uh to Phoenix, and then you send Jay Crowder as well and Cameron Payne. 
Now you got now you got perimeter that's, shooting defense as well as a better power force. That's not even a that's force. not even a bad trade, Kyle. No, it's not. It's not. But I don't. I I know it's not going to happen. And, and also, That's I was wrong. You can't send Jay Crowder. Uh, they have him one year, ten million. If yeah, but I don't know if you'd want to. I don't know if Atlanta would take an expiring contract. So you might switch yeah. him out for Cameron Johnson. Um, I just I just think Cam Johnson is a good spark for them, even though he got folded by Luca in that play. I, I mean, he, he's. I think Luca pushed him, but fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, Jordan. Jordan yeah, put Jordan push bruh too. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. The push is a, is a. It's the name of the game, but um, it is what it is. yeah, man, I, I think the Suns. It's like you said, yeah, the, the West ain't gonna do nothing but get stronger. I am assuming that the Lakers aren't gonna be food again next year. I yeah. think the Warriors are still gonna, depending on what and, they what they do. I think if they if they somehow there's a like I said, there's a world where they can keep Wiggins and Jordan Poole for next year because the contract extension wouldn't kick in until next season and Wiggins has an expiring deal going to next year. Warriors gonna be good, just as good, if not better. Lakers won't be food. Memphis, Minnesota, motherfucking uh the Mavericks are clearly something to, to not not to play with. Um, and then the Clippers. You missing that that's what I was gonna the say. Clippers people it, have forgot about the Clippers. Them niggas could easily win fifty five games next year if Paul it, George. It, and now that they got and now that they got Ty Lue instead yeah. of Doc Rivers, like they they're a serious team, bro. Serious. And they just you know yeah. they just they they just kind of messed up you know in the playing game. You know New Orleans just caught fire you know at, oh, at the right and time. New Orleans, but, yeah, they're, New they're Orleans. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they'll be back next year. I think that was a flash in the pan. But so? the but the Clippers with I don't know. What about a healthy I, Zion? Or are you healthy are you, Zion? Are you, are you, are you off the Zion wagon? It's a lot. I am. Okay, yeah, you was on that bitch hard, bro. I was I was big time Zion. But now, like seeing that you're not really a good teammate, and it's it's things like that that like I'm not I'm not rocking with bro. not a good not, teammate I'm, you don't seem to have a whole bunch of discipline when it comes to yeah like it's just it, it's a few que- it's some question marks that you know you're talented and he got all the talent in the world but I think it's a few things that are going to hold him back unless he gets them corrected but I, I I don't know they seem like a flash in the pan I'm not sure though I mean we'll see they got they got the talent and then I think another big offseason this year is the Portland Trailblazers they can big time there's there's some rumblings. Zach Levine, it sounds like he's very unsure about staying in Chicago. There's some rumblings that he can go play with Dame in Portland. Um, I don't know. They got a lot of they got a lot of cap space. Yeah, they got a lot. They, they got all the cap space in the world. Clearly, you're only really paying Dame, and I, I'm I'm just assuming you're giving Nurkic like what 15 million free or agent. Uh, he's a free agent. Okay, yeah, but there's some rumblings, man. So there's a lot of question marks in the in the West, man. And with the Phoenix Suns, I know the NBA, we don't pay much attention to divisions, but y'all in a pretty competitive division. If we're looking at the Clippers, the Lakers, the Warriors, um, the Kings gonna be sorry. But um, yeah, man. So that's the Suns, Kings, dog. Kings can't get right. Uh, this is probably the biggest upset we've seen since the We Believe Warriors upset the Dallas Mavericks back in 08 with Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, and them boys. Uh, but yes, I feel. Th- Do y'all think Chris Paul will ever get a ring? No. Yeah. No, it's too late. Why, no. why Pat his, Bev do him like that, bro? His window was last year. <laughs> then this why year. Pat Bev do him <laughs> like that? Like, bro, I give all the credit to Pat Bev because he is a generational hater. Bro, like, he he's a, he's 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 gonna be himself no matter who's in the room, no matter who he's around. I respect I, I respect the hate, you know what I'm saying? Because clearly, clearly there's something there. 
Um, Because yeah. I don't know if y'all remember, <laughs> they've been playing it a lot. But remember when he pushed Chris Paul in the back after he had whispered something to him at the like? Clearly, yeah. there's something there that <laughs> yeah. they re- like. He really doesn't rock with, bro. He does not um, like Chris Paul, bro. But that but, was just so wild to see. I wouldn't have expected to see him on ESPN look, all day. Yeah, he he was on there all day, but he had points. It just he did. It, he it just wasn't all. It, everything didn't need to be said the way he said it. But I think I think he definitely has some validity behind some of the statements he had, um, which was which was pretty interesting to hear from him. But it also is here interesting to see like JJ Reddick, Matt Barnes clap back, you know, because yeah, because Chris is their guy, you know, they, they yeah. Clippers yeah. teams absolutely. I also didn't know that Patrick Beverly was like James Harden's number one fan. Yeah, <laughs> yo, he was so, yo, he was really on ESPN saying like, nah, like. James Harden deserves a supermax. Like, are you tripping? Like, he was looking at people crazy. Like, you know what? I ain't gonna be very, mad at very him. interesting day. I ain't gonna be mad at him for advocating for his mans to get a bag. You know what I'm saying? But logistically, but come on, bro. Logistically, on, bro. Matt, that's a terrible idea. That would be a terrible. What, what if? Yeah. What would you? How what would your reaction be if the Sixers gave him a supermax or not? The su- it's just uh, the max. It's just the max. How much would the max be? Two hundred. Yeah, I would no longer be a Sixers fan. <laughs> I probably no, like I'm being I'm being dead serious. If, if they give James Harden 200 million this offseason, I will rescind my fan, my fandom of this Philadelphia Sixers. I will just be a Joel and B fan. Who's gonna I'm be not, a team? I, no, who's gonna be a team? You gotta choose a team. I, I, I would just oh wait, yeah, hold up. I I misspoke. He's eligible for a four-year 233. Yeah, no, I would no longer be a fan. I'd I'd be a Memphis Grizzlies fan. That that that's who'd be my team. Y'all would be on the Grizzlies fan. Y'all would be on the hook for 62 million to just him in the 2026-2027 season. Yeah, no, no way. I'm not listen. I sat through the process. I sat through the process and I I remain strong. That contract would set y'all back 10 years. A hundred percent. That one yes. deal. Oh my god! But that yo, would man, be horrible. last thing to get us out of here, dog. Uh, it's the Eastern Conference. It's Conference Finals time, man. We actually have the Eastern Conference Finals tipping off tonight. Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, and then tomorrow we got the Golden State Warriors versus the upstart Dallas Mavericks. Uh, let's start with the let's let's get to the East Conference last. Let's do the West Conference first, man. Um. Golden State Warriors played the most frustrating style of basketball I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, they live by the three, they die by the three. Steph and Clay looked like garbage in a lot of a lot of spurts in that last series against Memphis. Um, Especially that game five. Oh man! So what? There's no. They're they're not stopping Luca. We know that. We understand that. And honestly, Luca. I know we did our top five earlier. We might have to make some room for Luca to squeeze oh, in. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, let get put Luca <laughs> over Jokic for me. Yeah, I'm tripping. Now, nah, honestly, Luca four <laughs> and B five. I was tripping because Luca is. I knew I was, I knew hey, I was forgetting somebody. I just hey, kept putting my finger on it. Yeah, my bruh. fault. Luca is here. Yeah, and you know LeBron not being in the playoffs the last two years, like I said before, is kind of good for these young guys because Jason Tatum is here, Luca mm-hmm. is very much so here. Um, any other young guys leading teams right now? No, I mean Miami, y'all, mm. y'all, y'all just. I mean John ja, ja Moran, if he if he can stay healthy, but he yeah, just yeah he can't, and that's we we gonna keep an eye out on him in the next couple years because he just look, he just played too crazy. Man. He plays too crazy, and he's too fucking little. That nigga weighs yeah. one seventy five, bro. He's thir- yeah. you know he weighs one seventy five. Bro, yes, John Moran is tiny. He's forty pounds lighter than Derrick Rose was when he got hurt. 
Yeah, like he's light. Hey, he cannot. He yeah, will he, only. He will not last long if he plays this style of basketball, bro. He has yeah. to develop a jumper in an outside game. He has to because the 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 English finishing then falling next to the yeah, cameraman. Bro. It's entertaining, but in year six. You not I I don't want to see you doing that we shit. We saw dog. we saw it with Wade. We, we saw, saw it with Wade. Wade. Hey, the, don't Ru- talk, hey, Russell don't Westbrook is low key the only ex- like exemption because for all intents and purposes that nigga really is still kind of a chaotic nigga out of well, a cannon. But the thing is, is he's somewhat controlled because I don't see him falling like that. That's true. He yeah. That's like true. he he gonna Russ stick his he, he got that bounce. Yeah, yeah. he sticks. Yeah. To Russ, Russ is gonna dunk. Russ. Old prime Russ just gonna dunk on you. And exactly. Russ is also like 220 pounds. Yeah, he like six so, four. Yeah, he's like bigger than all these things. But yeah, Ja, you listen, we just seen this before. You a little nigga. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not big. But um, yeah, uh, Luca. I know Jason Tatum is here, but I think Luca is here in a different regard, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. what he did to like it, nigga, I love when niggas back it up. You remember at the end of game five mm-hmm. when he came through the tunnel and, and his broken English? Everyone talk when they, everybody like talk when they up. They talk when they up. And hey, I was like, that oh. boy, he backed it up too. And he back, he and sure he, did. And bro, in game seven, every time he made a shot, he's laughing. He's laughing down the court and he's laughing at you, bro, with that fucking stupid ass smirk. Half smiling, so he's laughing. that shit real disrespectful. Bro. I would have been ready to fight bro. that nigga. And niggas, court, niggas, niggas tried to slander Luca when he came to the league because in his rookie year, he's like, Yeah, the NBA is kind of easier, and I believe him now. <laughs> like, yeah. I, think, I think this shit easy to him. Bro. I, and honestly, if we being real, if Dorian Finney Smith, if uh Brunson, if Spencer Dinwiddie plays better in two of, of those other games, they might get them out of there. I mean, yeah, they would have got him out of there a lot quicker. And games. it's like, so like, I think the key, my key to the Warriors series for the Mavericks, role players got to step up. Y'all got to step up. Y'all got to, y'all got to show up to the moment. It's not going to be easy going on the road to the Bay, to San Francisco. They probably have some of, if not the best fans in the league, the best stadium in the league, the best home court advantage in the league. So you got to know this, to play, bro. These teams match up really well. They don't have dominant centers. They're, you know, they have really great Powell. shooting. Like, yeah, you got Powell and Draymond going to, or Looney. Like, you don't have dominant centers, so you're a lot of those paint points Either are going to be are going to be grinded, right? Like, that's going to be a Luke. Luca's going to he's he might average thirty in this series. No, he's he already been averaging, Absolutely. but no, like won't. I I I foresee that, and I think that's going to be the struggle for the Warriors because they don't live in the paint like like Luca and them boys do. Brunson yeah. in the paint. Dinwiddie in the paint, like they ain't, they ain't afraid to take it the, to the rack, the, the, and the that's game, gonna be the difference. I think the game is hundred percent gonna be won on the wings. The backcourt is gonna win this series. Like, so you're not gonna stop Luca. The Warriors, the Warriors have every reason to win this series. They have the experience. They have the better team on paper. They have the better team. The Mavericks do not have an answer coming off the bench for Jordan Poole. They don't. Spencer Dinwiddie, the thirty point game was cute, but you ain't been doing that consistently enough over the course of this postseason for me to really be afraid of that they don't have an answer for jordan Poole. i think jordan Poole is the real x factor and if clay thompson just don't play like a dickhead the Warriors probably get these niggas out in five if we're being completely honest what you think yay Listen, well, y'all said y'all said the Suns was gonna get them up out of there in five or six <laughs> we did, you know, hey, i we thought did. the Suns would get them out of there in seven because i was like yo 
ain't no way the role players are going to play good in a game seven of Phoenix. I, I thought obviously they would, was, too. Obviously, it was changed. I think last, last series helped them gain a lot of confidence in regard as far as going into a hostile environment. And though they failed, you know, three times, um, <laughs> yeah. they were able to get that one. All and so was one. all they needed was one. And I think this series, the Warriors in the playoffs so far have been prone to put up one or two stinkers. They're going to have one or two stinker games where they just just can't get right. Um, and I think that's going to hurt them in this series because Luka is going to be Luka. Um, and I think that defensively the Mavericks – can give the Warriors problems. It's not going to be easy on the Warriors by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to need big time performances from, you know, their stars, which, you know, I don't think that they're going to get, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. I think Steph is going to have, you know, maybe his one or maybe two, you know, 30, 35 point games. But other than that, I think that he's going to be probably in that, you know, 25, 26 range. He just hasn't shot the ball well. Clay ain't going to show up till game six if there is one. <laughs> um, and so I think I got the Mavs in seven. I'm rolling with the Mavs. Um, okay. I think that they have the best player on the floor. Absolutely. There's no question that about that. I think that their coach, I think that Jason Kidd is underrated as far as a coach. Um, and the Warriors just tend to play down, especially this, this postseason. So and I, hate I think the Warriors, gonna, I, think no they, I think the Mavs going to catch them. Yeah. I hate It's so frustrating to watch these niggas, dog. Like, Damn. And it's like, I think that's an ind- indicative of just like Steph and them getting o- I don't know if it's them niggas getting older, bro. I don't know what it is, bro. But I feel like a lot of the shots they missing right now, they wasn't missing three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, they ungrateful, bro. They're like, oh, we do this every year. It's they're that's so annoying, bro. Like, there's no reason Jaron Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain should be fucking almost beat or well, beating y'all by 50. There's no yes. reason. Y'all are yeah. better than that, bro. So that's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Warriors in six. I'm just gonna lean on the experience, the 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 playoff pedigree. I'm gonna just lean on that because I personally think Luca's gonna show up, give you 32 a game. But I got I'm not bank. I'm not putting my money on Dorian Finney Smith and Spencer Dimwitty. I just can't allow myself to do it. Mm, um, respect. So yeah, man. What you got, Cal? I'm taking the Mavericks in six. Um, wow! Yeah, wow. I think. Listen, listen. I I agree with Yay. The the Warriors are gonna put up a stinker, and I guarantee you, it's game oh, one. Absolutely. Oh, game it's, one. You listen, think the Mavericks punch them in the mouth in game one? I think Mavericks come out hungry. Game one, beat them by ten to twelve points. Game two, they probably lose. Go back home, win those two. Probably lose that game five, and end up winning game six to close them out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, and the and the Ma- the Mavs ain't afraid to play on their floor. I mean, look at look at what they did to Phoenix. And yeah, rally, rally right. in the valley and all. So I mean, I think absolutely right. That was sad. That was yeah. sad. But I um, really got a feeling that they could win this, and and I want it for a specific reason. You'll see when we get to the Eastern Conference. You know? But it's going it's it's going to be gang gang. it's going to be tough. I think uh, you know Luca better come prepared on the other end. Um, because I think if I'm the Warriors, I'm putting him in action every single time down the floor. To wear his ass out, and he can't defend um, anyway. So yeah, he's not he's not a good defender. You know, obviously he's you know willing to put in the effort and all that, but just wearing him out and everything that he has to do on the offensive end. If I'm the Warriors, I'm putting him in some type of action every single time to wear him out. Um, but I think I think they hey, find a way to get it done. 
Remember that boy 23, yeah? He got them young bones. He said, fuck it. I'll be out there. <laughs> so, I'll be uh, out there 48 minutes. Let's move Thanks. to the East real quick, which is undoubtedly to me going to be the more entertaining series. The Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics, man. Um, I'm just going to get it out the way, bro. I got Celtics in six. Um, I think this is going to be a slow. I think this is going to be a dog fight. This is going to be the closest we get to 1980s basketball, 1980s NBA. Both teams are fucking mean both teams want to punch you in the face both teams going to defend and play both sides of the ball um but yeah man i i don't i don't actually think e either team is better than the other but i'm gonna take the celtics only because i think when it comes down to it you got probably two guys on the celtics who go get you a bucket jason tatum and jalen brown I don't know if the Heat necessarily have somebody, like I've been saying, that can go get you a bucket. If you down two, it's 20 seconds left. Can Jimmy Butler go get you a bucket? Can he get you a three? He he you can this, play for him to get you a three. He, he you're can right. this postseason. He's looked great this postseason, but he's a, he hasn't he hasn't played a defensive team like he has not the played Celtics the yet. Celtics yet. He has played who'd y'all beat in the first round? The Hawks. Beat the Hawks, the Hawks, and then y'all beat <laughs> y'all beat the Hawks, and then you beat up on the Sixers. So yeah, you beat up on. The but don't act like the Sixers didn't have some 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 good defenders. The niggas were crippled Ooh. for half the series, nigga. What do you? Mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, Danny Green was guarding them. All due respect, right, to EG, but but I will Mat say, hey, Matisse was out there too. Yeah, you saw what he was doing. And that nigga's a fraud. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as this series, I I think it's truly a toss up. Like, I don't think, like, I could see anything happening in this series. Um, as much as I want to roll with, with Jimmy and the, and the boys, because I'm going to always have love in my heart for Jimmy, I'm going to just go with the Celtics just because I believe that two-headed monster is just something different. Um, and when you got two guys who are liable to go for 30 at any time, I just think that's more value. But I, but I think a big factor in this series is the health of Marcus Smart and uh, Robert yeah, Williams. Definitely. If those guys are hobbled and or just can't go for most of the series, I think the Heat are going to get them up out of there pretty, not fairly quickly, but they're going to get them up out of there. I just don't, I, I just don't know, man. It, it's tough because I trust Spo and I trust Jimmy and the Heat culture, but those guys played bad in Philly for the most part. And those two games, like, yeah, James Harden has his Vinches game and a B come back. But those role players play like shit in those two games in Philly, the first two games in Philly, yeah. um, which is why they were able to steal those. Obviously, you know, they came up big in game six. Um, but, you know, I, I honestly don't know. I'm going to go Celtics in seven, though. God, what you, did you say yours? You, I know no, you I got the Heat, I didn't say how yet, many? Yeah. And how many? So I, I got the Heat in five, actually. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. I, I think I think that Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, outside of Luka, is the best player in these playoffs right now. Jimmy has really... I can't even knock you for that. He's really stepped up. He's looking to be that guy. Um, and I also think that our role players are going to play better than their role players. I don't I don't foresee Grant Williams shooting 18 threes against us. He's not going to be able to get the ball up there. You're not going to let him. You're not... We're not going to let... Yeah, we're not going to let him do that. <laughs> right. So I, I think with that being said... I think with Bam's presence down low, Al Horford did a decent enough job with Giannis, right? But he even still, like Giannis still got his regardless. 
I think that Bam will be able to either get them in foul trouble early if Robert Williams isn't playing um, and really attack the rim. And I'm hoping that Bam has one of those coming out playoff performances because that's what we're going to need down low in order for us to, to win this series. The reason why I say I think we got it in five, I think that this these last two series for the Celtics took a lot out of them. Mm-hmm. I know they I know they swept the, the Nets and I know they beat Giannis really handedly in a game seven. But them boys was was banging with them every game like and the games that we have had have been less intense on our our physical uh, bodies for for our players. And and that's why I feel like we may be able to be a little bit more healthier. We don't have Cal Lowry still. Hopefully he can come back. Um, um, right. You know. You the, you're better without him. You, you don't need <laughs> right. him. Hey, chill out. You know that's my guy, Kyle Lowry. That's my guy right there. <laughs> way better but, without that. Name. But listen, either way, I think that our, I think one, our coaching is better, and I also think our situation is better. We got home court advantage. I think it, we will come out strong. Win our first two games. We might drop that third or the fourth game to. Uh, the Celtics, but I really feel like we we can get them out of there in five or six games. But I'm going Miami Heat in five. You know, I stand on it. I know I'm probably gonna be wrong, but shit, I still got us going to the finals. So fuck it. And Jimmy and Jimmy gonna get that Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Don't you dare! Don't you God, dare! I forgot the, that the Eastern don't Conference Finals MVP. What no, you talking what about? What I'm saying is, is, don't hype up that ugly ass award that they that they made. Out that they, of just, they just they like, just pulled out their ass, bro. They just pulled hey, out bro. Their ass. Don't you dare do that. Hey, they about to get them right. Imagine how many of those LeBron would have. Oh my God! <laughs> no, he 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 would literally have ten. <laughs> he would have. He 10. would lit. He would literally have 10 That's of them. fucking wild, oh, bro. He would have 11 for the one that he, well, I guess he would have nine in the Eastern Conference and then one in the West. One Conference. in the West? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah? That boy go crazy. Well, nah, he went to the, yeah. How many times he's been, he went to the finals? 10. No, he's, he, he's been 10 times, right? Yeah. No, yeah. he went 10 he would, times he, in a row. No, he would have won. No, he he went, went, he's he would have won, won it in 07. He would have won it all four years in Miami. He would have won it the four years back in Cleveland. So that's nine. And then Yeah, so 10. Won, yeah, 10. He would have won the one in LA. Oh, he went to nine yeah. straight finals. Mm-hmm. Never mind. My fault. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. he went to eight straight finals because Cleveland. Eight straight finals, yeah. Miami and Cleveland, the one mm-hmm. in 07, and then the one in the bubble. Yeah. And then no, no, the one in the bubble was after it. Was, he was off a year that first year. Remember, he was hurt. But no, no, he said eight straight finals though. Eight oh, straight okay. finals. Yeah, yeah. Miami, Cleveland, saying, yeah. then L.A. separate, and then the first Cleveland is separate. So, so he got ten. Yeah. So he he'd have ten. nine of the Larry Bird ones and whatever the whatever the West Magic Johnson. Was. Magic Johnson. <laughs> that shit is fucking stupid, bro. Bobby. Yeah, it's trash. Hey, nah, give, it's give trash. my boys their trophies. It's gonna help them with their uh, Hall of Fame careers. Hopefully, but you gotta go. I mean, that's whack. Go back and give them shits to the motherfuckers who you know. You you gotta go back and somehow tally that shit, bro. How you know they won't? They probably still they good. They might. I mean, they might, but like, I think it kind of weakens it. But I don't know. Maybe this is how they I talked just, about the six man award in 1980. I guess. I just feel like I, I just feel very Republican in that. I, I don't want any changes. Keep, keep the game the same. <laughs> keep it the same. Keep it yeah, old man. school. Hey, nah, Adam Silver. Do y'all think Adam Silver's a good commissioner? Yes. Yeah, okay. he's good. He's he's doing too much though. This, this okay. plus that playing tournament nonsense. Yeah, that's nah, what I'm saying. Dead that, bro. The playing game. That's cool. Keep it at that. You, t- Let that you talking about the mid season? You talking about the mid season joint? Yeah, bro. Ain't nobody doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come no, on, you, think, it's already the mid season. Yeah. yeah, like that's just you're just diluting <laughs> what a Larry O'Brien is for. Like it's for the championship. Yeah. It's for to win it all, 
to beat all 30 teams. That's what it is for. Then Not five, this whole <laughs> five years from now, we're gonna be like, hey man, you know, Kobe, LeBron was was three and was four and six in the midseason championship. Yeah, it's like Michael would we never doing? lose a midseason championship. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Bro? Like, <laughs> but yo, man, on. that's our show, man. The Braves All Sports Podcast. We will uh be watching. The Eastern Conference Finals tonight and the Western Conference Finals tomorrow, man. And by next week, I don't think we'll have a finals uh, matchup. I don't know. I hope not. I hope I, not. I hope we don't have a finals matchup. Because that don't mean that don't means both teams got swept. Yeah, both. <laughs> that means there was two sweeps. I hope we don't get two sweeps, bro. I hope both teams are still beating the sh- both series are still beating the shit out of each other by next Tuesday. But y'all make sure y'all like, rate, and subscribe on all podcast platforms, and we'll see you next week with Gilkey. Four fire, yeah, I put that shit on God I'ma keep the silly live, you can't kill me, I got God But I'm so ready to die, I was at the five guys With the Tonys right beside, I was on the east side I was on the south side, I was at the breakfast club I ain't even get inside, then I seen that n- die That had my eyes wide, aunties in the two five With the sweet potato pie like Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Riding with the pistol tuck Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a semi-truck Ooh, yeah, we ride